the Sound of Hockey episode 225.5. Darren Brown here at Darren Fun Brown on the Twitter. Also, usually the Twitter intern for Sound of Hockey at Sound underscore Hockey. Do give us a follow at Sound underscore Hockey on Twitter. That's where we give all of our uh, latest updates about what has been happening with the team as we're covering them. Speaking of covering them, it sure is fun to be on the road here uh, following the team around the New York tri-state area. They currently are in New York to um, take on the Islanders on Long Island. Well, kind of Long Island. It's like between Queens and Long Island. I think it's technically still Long Island. Uh, But they are at... uh, uh, the UBS Arena at Belmont Park, which is located in Elmont, New York. And man, what are the chances on that, huh? That Belmont Park would be located in Elmont. What a crazy coincidence. Um, it does spark some memories of me. I used to live in New York. I know I've said that many times on the podcast before, but um, we used to come to the Belmont Stakes when that was uh, when that would happen. And the year that California Chrome was going for the, uh, the Triple Crown, they had this horrific thing. Well, it wasn't horrific, but uh, they oversold badly. And then the train stopped working so after it was like we we stood and waited for like two hours on this platform um, but the funny thing about that day was that my my buddy got separated from me and there was no cell phone surface service because there was like 120,000 people there um, and so I actually I remember he we couldn't find him we were calling him he was calling us couldn't find him finally I, I get a hold of him and uh, he sounded like Bane from Batman he's like Dan I'm on the second floor by the hot dog stand that was all that the, the phone would let through and I'm like did you say you're on the second floor by the hot dog stand he's like yes yes the hot dog stand so i went up to the second floor by the hot dog stand and there he was he looked like he had been marooned on an island so um so that's right next door at belmont park i thought you all would enjoy that um little story so i thought i'd share it uh okay let's talk about the kraken here so on this episode uh, i I chatted briefly with jared mccann uh we had him on the podcast a while back for a more in-depth interview um but he at the break got engaged so uh, he shares a little bit about that experience talking to him separately and I didn't ask him this on the podcast but but he was asked today if he was officially invited to the all-star game he said uh something along the lines of he was asked if the team you know if he wanted the team to market him to go to the all-star game but I don't think he was officially asked to go to the all-star game so um, that kind of tells me that they indirectly asked him and he said well I have this whole thing planned out meaning his uh proposal to his girlfriend so it makes a lot of sense that he would uh, choose that over the all-star game if uh, if given the opportunity but yeah it's been an interesting 24 hours here for the kraken and and being able to be here and see it firsthand has been pretty cool they practiced yesterday at the islanders practice facility which uh, is not too far from ubs arena what was a sight for sore eyes as they say they had uh, pretty much all of their injured players back with the expect with the exception of Jonas Donskoy who which again we don't expect him back anytime soon or if at all uh, on the season uh, but that means Maddie Beneers, Jaden Schwartz, Justin Schultz and even Chris Drieger uh, were here and they they were here again Tuesday morning here for morning skate so um, I am recording this between morning skate and the game on Tuesday, if that wasn't clear. So uh, we do expect Beneers and Schwartz to play tonight, Tuesday night. Justin Schultz, not so sure on him. Uh, looks like he's going to be out for another game. And then Chris Drieger, actually, I mean, just the fact that he was there taking live reps and traveling with the team and all that is a huge step for him. So uh, that's very exciting to see for him. Uh, and also, obviously, the Kraken made a trade here in the last, uh, what, 48 hours for Jacob Megna of the Sharks, Liquid Hot Megna. 
is what I've been saying uh, for him. Uh, he is uh, he's a big guy. He's six foot six. Uh, he definitely is a, a tree out there. He's going to play alongside Carson Soucy on Tuesday, which is interesting because uh, they're both left shot, right? And I think down the line, I mean, you got to wonder what's going to happen here with with guys like Carson Soucy. All of a sudden, there's some competition for him that wasn't there before. Uh, because once Justin Schultz comes back, you got to think they're going to want that right left balance back. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Speaking of competition, Daniel Sprong is going to be a healthy scratch. We haven't seen that from him since the very beginning of the season. Uh, he hasn't produced as much offensively lately. And, you know, when you think about the other guys that have been scratches at times, Ryan Donato and Morgan Geeky don't really deserve to come out. And Geeky is coming off of his best game of the season, too, before the break. He was phenomenal in that last game against Columbus. So, so it makes sense. But also, here we are at a point where, with competition, somebody is going to have to sit every night, and it's not going to feel particularly really fair and that's just how it is that's part of the NHL and it's part of having a deep team so uh, the, the players know that the coach knows that and uh, having those decisions to make is a it's a good thing right it's a it's a good problem to have as they say um, all right let's get to our rather brief interview uh, here he is Jared McCann all right, we're happy to be talking once again to Jared McCann here from the, the dressing room at UBS Arena. Um, first off, Jared, congratulations to you. You're recently engaged. Yeah, yeah, thank you. No, it was, uh, it was a long time coming, so I'm glad I uh, got it done. Yeah, and you were able to surprise her, all right? I was, yeah. Yeah, we went to Hawaii, and um, I had some help from the Donatos. Um, you know, they did a great job helping me kind of like hide the ring and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so just sharing my own experiences here. I've been through a lot of that. My wife almost found the engagement ring. I had, I had it hidden in my my goalie skate, which I thought was a great place to hide it. And somehow she happened to take my goalie skate out of my closet one day because she was looking for something else. And I was like, did you happen to see anything in there? Or did you have any moments like that where it almost got discovered? Yep. Actually, we were in Hawaii and um, Valerie was kind of in Bradley's room in the mirror, kind of getting ready or something like that. And then she went over near the nightstand where I had the ring stashed um, with Bradley. And I walk in and she's like over kind of near the nightstand. I'm like oh no, like get away from there. <laughs> but I couldn't tell her, right? Cause she was, um, didn't want to give it away. So I just had a couple close calls. Um, I was like, I kept the ring um, pretty safe. We have a safe back home and um, kind of hid in there. And thankfully I didn't tell her, I changed the code. So she didn't know what it was the first time, but I got to change it now again. <laughs> pretty cool that you got to share it with a few teammates. Is yeah. that uh, always part of the plan to get to yeah. a few, few of the guys around? Yeah, yeah, it was definitely really special. I got to, you know, um, uh, the Nanados, we, uh, we, we stayed with them and um, we uh, kind of planned, had everything planned out. Uh, Bradley Donato helped us out quite a bit. You know, they had their engagement photos. They're getting married this summer, so we had, we just kind of piggybacked off them and uh, it was good cover up. Yeah, we just kind of like hit it behind that. That's awesome. Yeah. Perfect prime. Yeah. Um, a couple of things about you. So just watching, watching how you've played this year, you've been playing with a ton of confidence. And the only thing that I see that's different about you is that you have longer hair now. So <laughs> how much is the flow yeah. adding to the swagger on the ice? Yeah, no, it, uh, um, I got to keep it as long as I can. I know I got some teammates here who are kind of losing it. So I just, you know, keep it as a reminder sometimes for them. And, um, you know, it, uh, it's just, I, I kind of enjoy having long hair and the flow, as they say. And, yeah. Um, you know, who, who knows? I'm trying to keep it going as long as possible. Maybe I can, you know, maybe set something up where I can donate some of it afterwards oh, if, nice, if I yeah. can, which would be nice. Yeah, it does. It really does add to uh, to your look out there. Yeah, so I approve. Um, last time we talked to you on our podcast, you had you were actually in the process of signing your mm-hmm. your big contract extension. Yep. And I mean, how have things shaken out for you since then? It seems oh, like they're going yeah. pretty well. Yeah, no, it's been going awesome. Um, obviously, you know, having having that job security and having that. Uh, 
um, that confidence from the GM and, and from ownership to to just you know kind of go out there and play. You know, it's uh, I felt like I had a decent year last year, but you know this year I want to obviously improve. I want to keep getting better and better every year, and um, you know that's that's the main goal. Obviously, you know it, I don't base my playoff in points or anything like that because. You know, it's just not who I am as a player. You know, I want to win games, and I want to ultimately, ultimately win a Stanley Cup, right? You know, that's the end goal. Yeah. Um, team is back together now, right? After kind of a bit of a, a hiatus, you guys had an incredible yep. first half. How are the vibes here as we head into these, uh, this road trip? Good, yeah, everybody's feeling good. Um, we had two great practices. Um, you know, obviously one very late when we got into town. Everybody's a little tired for that one, but um, the next day there was awesome. We had uh, high pace, and, um, you know, it was great. We're, we're ready to go. And I know from, from social media, obviously, there are a couple different little groups of guys that went off to do different trips here yep. during the break. How much does that bring you guys together, getting to do stuff like that as as teammates? And, you know, even though you're not all in the same place, but there's got to be, when you get back here, sharing stories yeah. and things like that. Yeah, no, it's it's awesome. Like, we, um, you know, it's one thing to be, you know, teammates on a team, but it's another thing to be, you know, friends away from it, right? And um, the, the more we get to, you know, be together and, you um, just kind of, you know, hang out and, and you know, have you ever have a beer or two or something like that, kind of open up and let guys kind of let loose. That's uh, how you get to really know your teammates, and that's what uh, makes you, you know, want to go out there every night and play hard for each other. Yeah, that's the good stuff. Hack told me yesterday you are a group that really, even in Seattle, you like to spend a lot of oh, yeah. time together, yeah, right? Do. Yeah, very close-knit family. Yeah, yeah, we, uh, we spend a lot of time together. We go to the dog park. A lot of guys have dogs, and even the guys with kids, you know, bring their kids along as well, so it's nice. Um, last thing, so you guys did make a trade here. You added Jacob Magna to the group. What do you know about him, and um, what does it say that the team is, is in a spot where it's adding players here heading towards the trade? Deadline? Yeah, no, I uh, um, unfortunately I don't know too too much about him, but uh, I know I'm gonna, gonna have a beer too and, and kind of loosen him up a bit and get to know him a little bit. And um, but uh, you know I know he's a he's a big body and he plays a physical game and um, you know uh, more of a simple game and, and we like that. Fantastic. Thank you so much for your time, Jerry. Thank Appreciate you. It. All right. Thank you, Jared, for the time. And thank you so much to the Kraken for letting me chat with him today. Uh, so we are, uh, like I said, we're, we're on the road trip here. Uh, the Kraken are going to have three games in the New York area. They then carry on to Philadelphia on Super Bowl Sunday, and they close the road trip in Winnipeg, which is very, very strange that that's the, the route that they're taking. But it is what it is. Uh, just, you know, just a quick stop in Winnipeg on the way back. Why not? Um, but, you know, it's a good opportunity for them. The, the vibes are great right now here, uh, you know, Tuesday morning, Tuesday afternoon. Uh, the vibes are great. People are, you can tell there's a lot of energy around the team. Uh, they, they seem to be feeling good. They, they all seem to have a lot of fun. Most of them went to Mexico or Hawaii um, and they went as a group. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what this team does here in the second half. They're entering the second half in, uh, in a great spot in first place in the Pacific. And I guess that's pretty much all I have for you. So uh, thanks for checking in, folks. We'll be back for a, a full episode here in the next couple of days. Uh, but hopefully this adds to your Kraken viewing experience here on this road trip. Uh, gives you a little bit more insight onto what's happening with the team. So uh, for Sound of Hockey, I am Darren Brown. Cheers. Cheers.